Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. This is Deacon Paul Trinan. Thank you for joining us on this Veterans Day. It's a beautiful day up here at the Abbey of the Hills in South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. I hope your morning is going as well as mine. Yeah. Great coffee, great breakfast, great company. We are on our way. And, you know, it's Veterans Day, and um, I hope everybody in our audience is aware of that. I, I can't imagine you couldn't be, but at the same time, we've got a very special Veterans Day show. We've got a couple of guests today that I'm really excited about. It's really interesting mm-hmm. dialogue and um, information, and and um, I think the way the Lord works through our veterans that we're going to be visiting with today. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to be a busy morning, and I think it's going to be a great morning. And it's always exciting to start a show because you never know where the Holy Spirit is going to end up leading us, and that's kind of fun. But I wanted to do a quick, before we get too into our show, I wanted to do a a really quick uh, mention this morning. Um, Rutten Radio is one of our most popular shows on Real Presence Radio. And those of you that haven't heard it, it plays in the Sioux Falls area, the eastern South Dakota area. And uh, Monica Rutten has been on the show a couple times, and she is the mother of the Rutten family, the Rutten clan. So Father John Rutten, Father Paul Rutten, and Joe Rutten have all been on Real Presence Live, and their mother passed away last night. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to offer up some prayers in honor of Monica Rutten, who, um, if you met her, she stole your heart the first time you met her, and she was just an amazing woman. And I think uh, you just look at the fruits that she produced. Yep. And it's a testament to her. Nine children. Nine children. Two so, priests. Yeah. Just a beautiful family, loving family. Um, and so our prayers are with the Ruttons today um, and with Monica Rutten. And yeah, I'm quite saddened by it, but I, I'm also quite jealous. Mm. You know? I never met Monica. Beautiful, beautiful family, though. I've always been touched by the stories that I hear about her family. And, um, yeah, may God rest her soul. May God rest her soul. Amen. Okay, so we're going to head on over. Father Gary DeRoshi is with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know the Ruttons also, because you're from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Not only from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, but Father Paul and I were ordained together. You so were. We're classmates. So you have a deep connection with the Ruttons also. Absolutely. It's hard not to. The Rutten family is just one of those families. They're real, they're fun, and they're genuine. Yes, they are. Um, and then Joe was also in the seminary with us at one right. time. So uh, the three boys were on their spiritual journey as long as, as well as the whole family. And so it was um, a sad evening when we were notified that uh, Monica died but also the pr- family and friends were prepared yeah. and the family was by her side yeah. in, in her passings. 
All right. Well, Father Gary, you know it's a sad note to start on, but welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Happy to be here. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you at? Well, I uh, grew up in Miller, South Dakota. I'm a, from a small family of nine kids. <laughs> and as I refer to myself as the perfect child, because <laughs> I was number seven. <laughs> uh, and in our family, uh, as today's being Veterans Day, our family has a lot of military background. Um, my uncle was uh, shot down three times during World War II, and uh, after the third time, he bicycled across France and came home. Uh, my brother-in-law was in the deep jungles of Vietnam, and three of my siblings are Air Force, Sibl- uh, in-laws are Air Force. My sister was Army, and then myself is Army. So we, wow. we've pretty well covered the gamut. Um, on my dad's side, four of his brothers went into the military, each of the branches. So, oh, all four. That's amazing. So now you are at what parish? I'm at St. Lawrence <coughs> in Milbank, South Dakota, along with uh, Wilmount, South Dakota. And so uh, I came here actually right from Iraq. And so I had served two years in Iraq and previously a year in Qatar in Saudi Arabia. Wow. So it's Veterans Day. And what, you know, I'm trying to piece all of this together because you said you're in Father Paul's class. Yep being ordained. So can we get a little background on how all of this fits together? I don't know how a priest comes in the middle of all this service. <laughs> well, I have a very simple life. Uh, after uh, high school, I I joined the Army as enlisted. And during the time I was enlisted, one of my mentors suggested that I'd come off of active duty and go into the reserves through ROTC. And so I did that. After how many years, Father? After the four years of enlisted. Okay, okay. And so I went to USD through ROTC and was commissioned uh, lieutenant back in 1989. And I stayed in the reserves. I was in the reserves uh, and went to Korea as a military intelligence officer, returned, and I was off to greater things when my mom was diagnosed with cancer. And so I made the conscious decision to step out of the active duty to return home to the reserves so I could be near my parents. Uh, And it was with that conscious decision being home that shortly thereafter my baby brother was killed in a work accident. And so that led to taking that real look at our spiritual journey. And so the following year, I entered into the seminary and was later uh, ordained and commissioned as an Army chaplain. Uh, I always kept my ties with the military, and during seminary, I was the chaplain candidate. And so in all technicality, I was called to the Pentagon as a chaplain candidate to provide Catholic services for the the dungeon. And shortly thereafter, my first year of ordination, uh, I was celebrating Easter in Aberdeen as the associate pastor, and that was my last Mass at the parish because then I went off to the war in Qatar and Saudi Arabia. I served a year over there, returned to be the parish administrator for St. Peter and Paul in Pierre. After four years and the war continuing, 
uh, I was returned to the to the active duty where I served two years in Iraq. Wow. Truly a man of service. And, you know, home and away. And so... Well, one of the, one of the part I, that has to be part there is that while I was in Pierre, uh, part of my duties as an Army Reserve officer and chaplain was to provide funeral services at Arlington National Cemetery, mm. which was a great privilege and honor to to walk with so many families and their loved ones as they um, buried their um, their veterans, burying those heroes that had served our nation. Wow. So you would go from, from Pierre mm-hmm. and go out to Arlington? I, I would finish Mass on Sunday morning, yeah. and it was nice at that time. I had an associate. So I'd finish on Monday, uh, Sunday morning. Many times I would drive through the night and get to D.C. for my Monday morning services. I did not know that. Times I tried to fly, but for those who know me, I don't have good luck. (laughs) Uh, I was supposed to have, I had a 9 o'clock funeral in Washington, and so I was going to fly out of of Sioux Falls. It should have been an easy flight. I ended up going to Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, Dallas someplace else and finally got to Baltimore at seven o'clock in the morning where I was greeted by a buddy of mine who uh, picked me up had a time to take a shower and off to the funeral wow it's a miracle you made it well God provides country to- country tour there so you've been you've been serving <clears throat> the country for third over 30 years correct Okay, well, thanks for being here this morning. I have to share something really quickly. When we last had this production or uh, we did the show from the Abbey, mm-hmm. we said, hey, it was two months ago. We said, hey, the next time we're going to do this will be Veterans Day. And I don't think it was a just a coincidence, but I thought of Father Gary right away, and I said, it would be beautiful to have him here in an op- and have an opportunity to discuss what he's been through and why he's been through it more the why um i think is is intriguing to me as a listener and i hope it's intriguing to our listeners as well i know it is so thank you for that and i want to ask you today's veterans day mm-hmm. and you said well i can come out and do this show deacon but i got to be back because my kids from our catholic school at st lawrence are going to be doing a program at the- what does today mean to you well it this is the first time, as to my knowledge, that St. Lawrence students will be participating in the veterans program. And since we talked, they've also asked me to be the keynote speaker for today. And so I will leave the radio program to go to the high school and present some words of uh, encouragement of what Veterans Day is about. Because it is honoring those heroes who have given up their lives for our freedoms. and too often we might take it for granted for what they have given up. Uh, some, some of our veterans may have sat in an office somewhere in the remote areas of the United States saying, well, I didn't do much. Yeah. But if it wasn't for them, the ones on the front lines weren't getting what they needed. And so like for instance, uh, when we were in Qatar, we sat up the, uh, the R&R site or the Rustin relaxation Mm -hmm. for the soldiers from Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, At that point in time, the soldiers were not being able to come home for any type of 
vacation and the soldiers were out there and in the army they didn't know when they were going home yeah so we we brought this site forward and i remember distinctly one day a kid comes off the plane they're filthy dirty because they many of them had hadn't had a shower for weeks months and he saw me and and my commander was very supportive of uh, religious freedom and so he allowed me to wear clerics he did quite often so this kid saw me and he looked at me and he goes are you really a catholic priest i said yes i am is there any way i can go to confession okay he has just got off a plane from iraq he's filthy dirty we're offering him hot food hot shower a bed Mm. with pillows and his first thought was the sacrament of reconciliation you know and so what you know it was just a powerful witness of how important the sacrament was for him Uh, when i was having a that year we celebrated midnight mass silly concept at midnight in qatar (laughs) in qatar And we call it the, we're having a birthday party for Jesus. <laughs> and so we had, we celebrated Midnight Mass, and following Midnight Mass, uh, we were having a birthday party for Jesus, and along comes the head of the postal service, and he's bringing me a box, and he's personally bringing it to me at two o'clock in the morning, and he saw the return address, and it was from Arlington National Cemetery. He had no idea what was in the box, but he thought I needed it right away. Wow. And so he brings it to me. He goes, Father, I don't know what this is, but I know you need it. It happens to be a group from Arlington had made a bunch of rosaries for the soldiers. And these were beautiful baby blue rosaries. And so on Christmas Day, I blessed them and extended them as personal gifts from the people of Arlington to the parishioners there in, in Qatar. You know, so I, just God has so many wonderful uh, opportunities to reach out to people, even in the times of war. Yeah. It's a fascinating story. I, 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 I'm glad you answered one of my questions. In this call, this call. Like well, a lawyer. I mean, it's just, it's just an, it's such a fascinating thing to me as a deacon being called to be a cleric or not, be a clergy, a member of the clergy. It's just such a beautiful call. But then for Father to be called also to serve in this unique way as with his country, it's just a beautiful thing. And, and how you bring that presence, that holiness to Qatar? Qatar, Saudi Arabia. Now, I probably shouldn't tell what happened in Saudi Arabia because I broke almost every liturgical law there was for Holy Week. (laughs) But in Saudi Arabia, you just have to do what you have to do. And you're dealing with a Muslim country and when the soldiers are available. But probably one of the most uh, memorable is also is in Iraq. And to kind of answer the question of why, as it, growing up, I focused on, you know, probably being a teacher to uh, military and to the church, you yeah. know. And so, and I'm all three. Uh, I am a certified teacher, 
or I was a certified teacher. I enlisted in the United States Army, and I'm a Catholic priest. And I get to have the whole gamut. I, I, I love all the things I get to do. It's, it's a great journey. And so in Iraq, we're losing transportation not available for the chaplains to get out to the local areas, you know, in the small remote areas where the soldiers are. And the general was a devout, devout Catholic from Texas. And he goes, chaplain, you can use my team when I'm not traveling. And they're called, they were called the easy team. And the senior NCO of the detail, his first name is Angel. An angel's job was to ensure my protection from one point to the other. I bet you his chest was way out. You know, and (laughs) in that vehicle, we it's a four vehicle convoy. In the first in the vehicle I was riding in, the driver and the gunner started the discussion with, We don't believe in God, we're atheists. And you're just going, All right, here we go. You know, and I'm just going and so we did this this trip and uh there was a couple of incidences along the trip and then after we got done i pulled the team aside i said you know you guys don't believe in god and therefore i don't want you to put your life at risk if you disagree with what i'm doing i will find another way and these two kids go oh no sir we want to take you wherever you need to go. And so with that, they were my security. Well, what's behind that? What, what were they saying? They, what, what they were saying is they may not agree with what I do, yeah. but by goodness, I have the right to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, again, the freedom of our nation. Religion freedom. And one of the beautiful things, we were on the road for hours, and they would have discussions because we were on mics like this. Uh, and they go, Father, what is a sin? Is this sinful? Why do you? So they, they said they were atheists, but really they were agnostic. They never had the opportunity to really talk about God. And you know that you had an effect when they called you for ministry when it wasn't scheduled. Mm-hmm. And they, before they left, their way of showing their love for what you did, will you join us on the basketball court? <laughs> <laughs> you know, might not get them on their knees in church right away, but for them to want you to be there, being the old guy, yeah. was a powerful witness. Amazing. Well, unfortunately, we have to take a quick break, and Father Gary DeRoshi is going to stick with us. Um, he's going to actually be here for our Straight Talk segment. Um, thank you for sharing your journey of being a veteran with us. Um, but we're going to be right back in just a few minutes. We have to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with Honor Our Fathers. We have a special priest to honor this morning, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 